Welcome to Donnacloney Parish Podcast. If you want to know more information about the parish, how to support us, or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak through us. Speak to our heart. And bless us. Because we want to see you. To love you. And to follow you. For we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. The sermon topic for tonight, uh, you'll probably be glad that we are finished with Romans, which we finished last week. And now we're back to the first book in the Bible, Genesis. But here is the word. The topic says, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. The creation story in the Bible has been told since we were in Sunday school. And if we believe this story is true, how much do we know of God who made heaven and heart? Our sermon topic tonight, as long as it is, is being affirmed every Sunday. And we actually did it few minutes ago in the Apostles' Creed. Yet, how much do we believe in the creator of heaven and earth? All things are created by God. Yet we ask ourselves, for what purpose? And after the creation of heaven and earth, God rested. What does rest mean for us today? Do we have a hope of rest? There are many questions going on in our mind. But as we go into the sermon today, I remember in a recent survey which I conducted when I was an outreach worker in a church, a local church in South Belfast, I found that about 80% of the people living in the area believed in God. 80% of the people believed in God, but most of them claim their belief is shaped developed and influenced by their parents. I also found that the most of them does not have a practical application of their belief in God. So I think the gods of many people in our world today need some clarification. What about you? Do you believe in God? Or maybe I should say it like a typical non-armed man. What about you? Do you believe in God? Our creed affirms what we believe, but our Bible reading tonight shows us three things. It shows us who God is, the purpose of creation, and the significance of rest. It shows us who God is, the purpose of creation, and the significance of rest. And in Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1, just as I read, we read about the wonderful creation and how God made it all. 
As we examine our Bible reading for tonight, we will find answers to my first question. The first point of my sermon. Who God or who is God? Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says it was in the beginning God created heavens and earth and the earth was empty and formless. But by God's word, he created all things. He spoke and things came to be. We know God through his creation. How? Because God's creation declares his glory. Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 20, Paul said, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Who is God? From the creation story that we read in Genesis, the invisible quality of God, his eternal power, his divine nature has been revealed. It says, I've been clearly seen. But from our creed, it says it all. It says that God is the creator of all things. He is almighty. But how much do we believe him? You see the way it starts? We believe in God. He made all things. He knows all things. Can we trust his purpose for all things happening in the world that he created? Can we trust his purpose in our life because he created us? In the beginning... God created heavens and earth. There was darkness. And to displace the darkness, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And as I was reading the Bible, I was looking at that creation, uh, the way God has planned it. After he created heaven and heart, he realizes that there was darkness and he created light. Why do we need light? What is the significance of that there is a great contrast between darkness and light. And in the New Testament, Jesus talked so much about the importance of light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And in other places, he said, you are the light of the world. He talked about living in him, living in Christ, which is far better than living in darkness of this world. Today we know that there are many people out there still living in darkness because they have not believed in God Almighty who separated light from darkness as we see in the creation story. They have not believed in God Almighty who created all things. They didn't believe in God that saw that light is good. But after the creation of light, God created other things in a pattern. If you get home, you can read the full creation account as it's documented in Genesis chapter 1. But you will notice a pattern in creation. The Lord creates, 
and fails. It creates and then it fails. Say with me in verse 6. The Bible says, And God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So we got the sky, the sea, and the land. And what did God do with the sky, the sea, and the land? He created seed-bearing plants and trees and other things to fill the land, verse 11 to 13. He made different lights to separate the day from the night. The light marks the days, years, and seasons, and they give lights on the earth. I can tell you. All these have been working well as planned all over the world, except in Northern Ireland, where we have four seasons in one day. And as we can see, God created the sky and He filled it. God created the earth and He filled it. God created the sea and He filled it. But the climax of God's creation, you will see in verse 27. The Bible says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Do you see that? But after God created man, did he feel man as he did with other things he created? Yes, I believe he did. Because the Bible recalls in chapter 2, verse 7, the Bible says he filled us with his bread. See that in chapter 2, verse 7. The bread of God in us makes us a living being. He made us in his image. He filled us with his bread. We became a living being. But through sin, we are separated from God. However, for those who believe in God, you remember, I believe in God. For those who believe in God, for those who trust in him, we have been redeemed, we are reconciled back to God through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we read about the creation from verse 1 of Genesis to verse 30. Then after verse 30, we have verse 31. See with me in your Bible. Bible says, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. After the magnificent work of creation, we can ask ourselves, why did God create all things? Why did he have to do all this work? And now he got to the sixth day. He has finished his creation work. Why? This leads me to my second point. The purpose of creation. The purpose of creation. Remember when I was coming to Northern Ireland and uh, I, my first stop was Gatwick Airport. And when I got to Gatwick Airport, to be honest with you, it's my first time in the United Kingdom. It's my first time in Gatwick. 
I had to follow the crowd and follow the signs, you know, to know where to go. And I got to the immigration control uh, point. And the man looked at me and asked, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Belfast. Where in Belfast? I picked up a little leaflet, which I've written the name of the church. I'm going to St. Jude's Parish on Omo Road in Balinofa. I don't know how to pronounce Balinofa. And then Omo Road, you know how I call it? Omu. The way it's written. <laughs> Then he asked me the next question. What is the purpose of your visit? Business or pleasure? And I looked at myself. Hmm. A big question. <laughs> but when we look at the creation of God, the next thing that we ask ourselves is, what is the purpose of creation? See, scripture teaches us that God created the world and all that is in it for his own glory and because it desired to share its life with us it desired to share its life with others for his own glory that is the main purpose the creation of all things as recorded in genesis chapter 1 what we have been studying so far demonstrates god's glory it demonstrates his love it demonstrates his grace mercy Wisdom, power, and goodness. David said in Psalm 19 verse 1, The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the works of his hands. We've got a beautiful day today. The sun is shining. We don't always get that and I'm long in Northern Ireland to know that it is not going to last Psalm 8 verse 1 says, O Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Now we've seen the heavens, we've seen the creation of God. How about us? And about us, we are created to glorify God through the exercise of our personality, our mind, our hearts. And will. We are meant and we are created to glorify God with our mind. We are to know God. With our heart, we are to love God. And also with our will. Who is God? What is the purpose of creation? We are created so that with our mind, we are to know God and with our heart, we are to love God also with our will. We do all this in response to our understanding and love of God as we can see in his creation. This is why we are created to bring glory to God. So tonight, after knowing who God is as the Almighty who created all things. After knowing that we and other things that are created are meant to bring glory to God, we now come to my final point for this evening, which is the significance of rest, as it was mentioned at the last thing, as the last thing God did. You see with me in Genesis chapter 2 from verse 1. To verse 3. Let's see it together. 
The Bible says, Thus the heaven and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Some people have interpreted this rest to mean the Sabbath day of the Lord. A day that is kept aside to worship God and stop from doing all other kind of work. But the question that always comes to my mind when I think about that day as, you know, the Sabbath day of God is, are we meant to worship God just one day of our life or every day? Of our life. Are we created to bring glory to God just for one day or always? In Jewish tradition, seven as a numeracy represents perfection and often rest. It's eternal. After all our toil on earth, there is a promised rest for all those who believe in Jesus. As we all know, this world is not our home. It has fallen into decay, a world of sin and pain. But John talked about a new heaven and a new heart in Revelation. And Paul in Romans chapter 8 also said about this place which is prepared for those who endure the present suffering. We saw that in our study in Romans. Paul talked about a place that is prepared for all saints, for all those whose clothes have been washed in the blood of the Lamb for you and for myself. For those who have put their trust in God, it is a place of rest. David knew about this rest when he wrote Psalm 95 from verse 7 to 11. He knew about it. It's clear about what rest means. And Paul reminded the people of God the same thing when he warned them against unbelief. Paul warned people against unbelief, something that is important. It can stop the people of God from entering God's rest. So the concept of rest is clear in the Bible. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7. Paul said, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. And in verse 10 B, he said, Their heart is always going astray and they have not known my ways. Verse 11 of that same Hebrew chapter 3. Paul said, so I declare in an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. But for those who believe in God, the creator of heaven and earth, there is a promise of eternal rest. From Genesis chapter 1, from verse 1, up to the last verse of chapter 1, God created heaven and heart. He created man. We saw the purpose of the creation. 
And the first three parts, I mean, verses in chapter 2, God rested. And this is the same promise of eternal rest with the Lord, the hope of rest that we have in him. If we believe in God Almighty, who made heaven and earth. Here is the question as I finish tonight. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in the Almighty who created heaven and heart? Do you realize God purposely created you to bring him glory and to trust him? To honor him with your life so that you can enter his eternal rest. I want you to remember. The rest of creation is the rest of heaven. And it is only for those who put their trust in God. The creator of all things. So remember that. Whenever you read the creed again, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the truth of your word and we thank you for helping us to see who you are from the creation we thank you, Lord, for helping us to know the purpose of creation. We thank you because you help us to know that we are created to bring glory unto you. We thank you because you are calling us to believe in you, to trust in you, so that we may rest also in you. Help us, O oh Lord, to put our trust in you, that we may reign with you in heaven when you come. Take us back to you. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Donnelly Parish podcast. We're happy for this teaching to be shared for the advancement of gospel work and to help make disciples. For information about Donnelly Parish, please check out our website www.donnelly.com Donna Cloney, D-O-N-A-G-H-C-L-O-N-E-Y-P-A-R-I-S-H dot co dot UK or find us on social media.